And I don't like so much to work with electronic musicians because they take too much time to think about the technique. And so I, I really prefer <laughs> to work with acoustic instruments as collaborators because, yeah, I like the sound, the body of the sound of an acoustic instrument. I like the con contrast and as my type of sound and the sound of a musician who plays an instrument. And yeah, and I don't like to think too much about the technique and about the stereo or the mono or, or the IQ thing. Or, it's a nightmare to play in a big group. Let's say a live show with five and more musicians, it's a nightmare. Yeah, because people all, people think about their own sound and, and they come, it's a competition of who will sound stereo and which speaker, the balance of the monitor and blah, blah, blah. It's just a nightmare. So I like to play, do it for trial or for tip. I am Esther Bordage. I am based in Montreal. Uh, I am an independent curator or critic and a musician who play in the experimental field. I play yeah, turntable. Um, I work at the, um, actually, currently I work at Optica Centre d'Art Contemporain. Vinyl intervention was the expression was basically a trial with a carrigate from Saskatoon and Marinko Jareb from St. Catherine, Ontario. But basically, I don't use intervention, but we can use intervention in a way. But I never think about my work as intervention, just music. Yeah. But um, Basically, yeah, I play turntable in a non-linear non way, very deconstruct in a deconstruction way to play with sound and texture and noise. And um, I like to explore different way to destroy the the sound, the groove, and it's sometimes I. I play with the 
materiality to send or destroy the rule of a binary code to to look how it sounds and it's it's like a, it's very similar to a collage a sound collage and um, i like to use um, vinyl who doesn't have a pop connotation something more obscure obscure with um, sometimes lyrics but not so much often lyrics um yeah i think i'm I got inspired by music contract and uh, and the noise music scene too for sure. But um, I work in a very low tech, low tech way. Sometimes I use a um, toy turntable, and I don't use uh, expensive equipment, high tech equipment. So yeah, I don't release often because. Um, I'm already very busy writing and curating and work with gallery, but um, um, upcoming months I release with a New York-based uh, label, uh, Contours Edition. And one of the directors is Richard Garrett, the sound artist. So I release with um, with um, Eric Ove, who plays alto saxophone. And Tom Gossage, who played percussion, both bass, both bass and Montreal, we recorded in studio two years ago, and and it takes time, and we must we make someone um, someone make a mastering. Uh, what is his name again? Um, he's a drummer. Yeah, you make a good job. Uh, even, ah, uh, yeah, even Tigre. He's a he's a drummer, so we collaborate sometimes with uh, jazz, sometimes with edgy jazz, sometimes with rock. And for a living, you do mastering. So we we. Yeah, Erikov do Erikov did the mixing, and because he do jazz, you have this jazz here. So what he, so he, I think he mix like a jazz record. I'm not used about that, you know, and because my approach is very raw. So that's why it took time, you know because he wanted to listen and listen many times and, and looking for the best sound and for himself anyway, how the saxophone sound. He, he wanted the, the best way and, and he, sometimes he's looking for a structure and I don't work with structure so much. So this this album is very a uh, compromise, a balance between someone who works with structure as a, as a composer, as a jazz person, and me who doesn't work, work with structure, who, who, impro, who improvise, who is raw, noisy, spontaneous. So if it was only me, 
uh, I will maybe make a just a small, small edit, just a small <laughs> mixing in a small mastering. If if it was only me, but it's a team, so we have to help. Yeah. Yeah, I have a background to play acoustic guitar, but I never get the passion or the big drive about that. And and I and I had a a turntable at home, very uh, a portable one, very good one, and I I start to make some experiments and. And I was listening some music concrete and noise music and and uh, and working with um, art center who support sound art and I make some sound art community in Montreal like um, the user people you know the user or if you don't know them. It's Emmanuel Madan, who's a composer, electroacoustic bass, and, and Thomas McIntosh, who's an architect, who really think about the materiality of the sound and the acoustic of the sound. And so I got, uh, by, by chance, I got involved with them through Darling Foundry before Darling Foundry with Cartier Pimer, the art association behind Darling, Darling Foundry. And, um, so I've been in touch with them and with the sound piece in the silo number five. So they transformed the silo number five acoustic instrument, like a big flute. Right? And it, it was super high-tech for that time, 2001. No, it's been launched in 2000, yes. like Mutech to the same year. Mutech and the xylophone of the user have been launched. And it's a big moment for Montreal. Um, it's like a big flute because our microphone hang in the big tube of a silo in all Montreal. So people was able to call with their phone or through the internet to send to send a, a sound to through an interface. So it's before a high speed high high speed internet connection. So there were you can imagine a lot of cable, a lot of big server. It's quite amazing all those cabling. Think about that. Very fragile in a way, but very solid too.
and uh, to think about the materiality of the sound was an impact, uh, uh, a big challenge with that piece. And I think is I got an inspired by that also, the acoustic of the sound. Um, but yeah, this acoustic, you send a sound in the silo and the, and the sound feedback was, I don't know, 12 seconds maybe, something big. Maybe more than it's quite amazing, yeah. In old Montreal, along the canal Lachy, this silo uh, used to belong to the Canadian Federal Department, but right now I think it's private, and it's. It's a bit dangerous space because um, some area are stable, but some area are unstable. And it, it will cost a lot of money to renovate. So um, I think the user make a good job back in the day um, to set up this installation. And they were also on the same street of the silo, uh, like an acoustic um, interface that you can talk in this microphone in front of you, and you can hear the reverberation through a nice design. So, but I think it's not functional anymore. They need to renovate to get money to renovate this apparatus but uh, this is the this is a typical montreal lack of planning you know it, unsustainability you know because the they set up a contest once an open call to what we do with the silo and there were a lot of projects some project as crazy as a condo hotel but who win? It was the Museum of Contemporary Art to set up a museum access there, their collection. But because of lack of money, it's never happened. Okay, so the gallery's name Optica Centre d'Art Contemporain, and it's um, artist-run center who has been exists since '72. So it's one of the first artist-run center of Canada, and one of the first artist-run center who got Canada Council Organ National Fund. So it's very important. Uh, this, it's a big grant. Then, like in Canada, I don't know how many art artists run have this grant, but it's a big grant for operational. Every it's a cycle of three years, so it's very uh, precious, precious money. Anyway, Optica uh, is very based on uh, visual art. 
with a point of view critique and social approach, very post question, uh, critical question, and I've been active on high level tools for not only political question, but also First Nation Aboriginal art, feminism art. Uh, always have an angle of research and sometimes archive because um, the director is as push a lot about archive. In uh, my position there, I take care of the communication, but I'm also assistant of the director and take care of the archive too. And yeah, I touch a lot because we are a small team, we are very versatile and we touch, I can touch uh, many departments. And uh, yeah, and I've, uh, and because my background, I have background in art history and, and music, sound art. So my director asked me point of view about sound often. Optica start as a speciality with photograph and an image, but step by step, it's uh, open on different type, all type media, but art of contemporary art, art of today. And we don't have a collection or not a museum. So we don't have a storage room for collection. So we still have an uh, interest on image, photograph, video, but it's not the main focus as before. So we have uh, installation, sculpture, so even some art. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy about the past sound art show. For gallery who don't have that speciality, I think um, the art committee take good decision about sound art. Yes, very good. So basically, for sure, all artists run center have no, it's a non-profit organization. And uh, and it can register with uh, all the network in Canada. Okay, let's say Darling Foundry. Darling Foundry is a nonprofit, but in, is not part of the of the family of artists run center because it's a hybrid. They have no collection, but it's a hybrid uh, form be, because their income they have. They have private income, like foundation, and and you go in and you have to pay five dollars. So, so they have independent income, who is 50, 50 percent of their budget, annual budget, and on their board, um, artists run center need to have more artists and curator on their board of director than other else profession. So for sure, the Canada Council, they support the fact that we can have one lawyer, one accountant, and let's say a banker on the board, but the majority, the, ma 
most of the members need to be artists or curator. And this is one, it's kind of a, it's a one rule of Artist Run Center. It's very open form. We follow in Montreal the French style, Paris, even London too. But Toronto are maybe more in their political gesture and more integrate um, immigrant and diversity, that's for sure. And I think I think Montreal was too much until okay until super super recently montreal was for me too much formalism too much frenchy paris and france because i've been i've been working on the in the field since 97 so i know i know aesthetic of gallery artist run and uh, artistic committee didn't understand the art the aesthetic of, let's say, Mexico, Mexico or Brazil or Colombia, the Latino, the Latino aesthetic, because it's, it's too much, it's very political. So it's super, super new. And then Montreal opened their door to present Latino art openly. It's take too much French since until recently. For mm -mm -mm. yeah, it's so, it's so. How can I say? Um, come on, sir. It's a bit annoying, you know, to think about that and say, "Oh man, it's too much." And it's, it's open late. The border, it's like, oh, but they don't recognize that Asian, Asian vibe, individual art. And super, 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 super new. Then peep. there are some, let's say, Karentan, and there's also few, few, few Korean who are kind of, um, and few Chinese who become, oh, wow, some, some big star in the gallery field. But it's super, 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 super new. So, but yeah, it's very uh, not fair. I'm the curator of the of the sm of a small section. It's become independent now because we register a nonprofit, another non. Uh, we register in 2000, 2017. So basically, uh, I'm a director, but I've, by by few by few years, I've all the freedom of the artistic. So I've, I am the curator, so I choose for three days uh, some program. So, okay, it's, it's focused on digital, media art, technology art, uh, composed by short 
a program, two programs this year, next year, I mean, next September, 2000, 2021, two, 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 pro, two programs of short film, experimental, experimental film. So I worked with some Canadian distributor to have a good selection and, and we have an open call as well. Uh, so it's very open on Canadian diaspora and um, next it's a grant on three years so it's a three years of programming that I have to plan so this year because of the COVID um, I have a selection of film of 2019 2018, 19, and a bit of 20. So uh, we, it's the 50 years of videograph. You know, videograph, it's a, an artist-run center foc focused to distribute and to offer workshop on cinema, media, art. So they will have a focus to celebrate their 50 anniversary. anniversary. They asked me if I said yes, and uh, I have already a bit of a a bit of a selection. And after they will have another program. After there are some performance, visual, audio, visual performance, sound performance, site-specific outdoor, radio art as well. So. Um, yeah, it's on three days, and there's a roundtable, and a workshop, and a masterclass. And next year, in per se, near Gaspé, in East Quebec. And, um, and it's super, um, it's along the sea, and uh, there's beach. And so I invite artists to walk on the beach to make some sound art. Um, so because it's very take it easy, uh, we can do spontaneous programming. And it's very flexible. It is in a village. Um, the people there doesn't have so much knowledge about technology art. So it's bring something different than to do it in Montreal but I try to be to push it very innovative and good content and artists from all around Quebec or Ontario New, New Brunswick and a bit of international content we don't have big budgets so uh, so we manage uh, a balance of different things and uh, next year, they will have a focus on North Africa content with a curator partnership from Tunisia, who live in Montreal that I met. And the, the, the years after, it's a focus on Taiwan, Taiwan diaspora in Canada. So because it's a Canada Council uh, money main, mainly and and we hope to get money from Heritage Canada 
so they really push Canadian content. You know what I mean? So that's why it's diaspora. So. Yeah, we are not open to the public. We were supposed to open to the public a new exhibition tomorrow. And no, so we canceled the open. And uh, and yeah, we just finished to install a new exhibition. And uh, I've been so busy on, on some grant for my festival and some some stuff like that. So um, I just, I don't know. I think um, the media focused too much on on the USA those days, and people, Canadian Canadian have their head on how can how can I say in English? Uh, the Canadian doesn't have the head on the on the good place. They deny the Canadian situation. Most of the people in Canada they just think about their their living room and the, to watch TV and what what they will buy at the grocery store. It just annoys. It just annoys. God. Because USA is so entertainment. So they like to watch stuff about TV, about the Trump saga. God. No, we have big problems here. People just don't care. That's why. I don't have so much French Canadian friends because they are just pussy cat, man. God, they complain or nihilistic. That's what happened when we were double colonized by the British, by the French, and we colonized the First Nation. So what that mean? Yeah, all the Commonwealth are just people, yeah, unstable society. <laughs> yeah. I did uh, a concert online, like end of March, and it's what, just too much much attention on technology so I, I was a bit distraught by the lack of good microphone or good interface or um, yeah with my radio team we we make experiment to to watch some exhibition online during covid and we all have the experience and yeah it's just doesn't give the real experience And I, yeah, I watch all around the world some exhibition online to just give an idea. And yes, interesting to see this um, this this race of how to transfer experience. But yeah, it's very subjective. Some people will like it, but as a as a viewer, I don't like it. You cannot adapt all art for the technology. 
so we prefer to make um, a pre a big pre pray promo so we will make like a something very basic about we will do like a slideshow for um uh, network uh, social media so we were more focused on the content than the um, than the um, physical physical or materiality because it it's so um the the, the photo it's uh, an artist from toronto uh, sandra brewster she's kind of well known in canada and she even have a show in the U in new york in at the moment i think she she got few exposure so in her art her photo it's a, a photo based gel transfer based gel transfer based photo and it's very material it's very material based so it will it's silly to transpose adapt for technology so we'll do a, a special uh, press kit as similar to a catalog with all info with the good photo a slideshow it's more about the content yeah I did have some release with um, other uh, partner. I did an album with Elwood Epp in 2006, and one album with trumpet player. And I did one with Leon Lowe, who is a violin player, in like 2010, maybe. Small release too. Um, almost no mastering very raw because those two musicians are super raw in their approach of, of improvising as me. Oh, I, yeah, uh, I used to work uh, two years and a half, I think, with uh, Ambiance Magnétique, but more on the distribution side. Production distribution than the label and so I met all those people all those ambience people artists um, yeah it's very open on independent music very niche music music cattle music uh, when I worked there it was a good year to new blood because uh, it was a bit um, led by the old generation, the founder, because it used to be super protected niche, you know. And by 2000, I don't know, um, by 2005, they opened more on new blood, like Philippe Lozier, Pierre Martin, those those people and that I hang out with, I play music with them. 
back in the day and still sometimes collaborate a bit. Um, Morten Tetro have another approach. It's very formalism. More than me. And he likes to play with score and his way to work with he work with computer, with enter things, with sound effects. And I'm, I'm it's very uncontrolled and it's not my way to work. So we have different approach. And at one point we collaborate a bit, but we will not collaborate for a while. Yeah. As principle is that there are two wheels One roll and a slide in one direction. Each of the each of these wheels controls the potentiometer with the voltage output. Sampled by an ADD converter. The numbers taken in by the computer Yeah, in a way, I like it, the spontaneous gesture and the low-budget aspect of Nautengeli. And very improvised. He was able to improvise with nothing, with junk, with object of the street, and super raw. And I feel, I feel like that. When, because, um, it's funny because, um, uh, okay, I started my master in 1997 90, or 98, I don't remember. And um, it took a little while to choose my subject and some, and I was at the edge to choose um, the Italian futurism because I wanted to talk, to write about sculpture in, on the move. Not painting, not performance, but sculpture. Because we have a lack of study on sculpture, I think, at, at the university that I went. And the sculpture was not pushed enough. 
from my point of view. And, um, and I almost chose to talk about the terrorism Italian. So that's why I, I took some Italian class. And, uh, and I said, okay, I will go a bit in Italy to, to develop, to make research. But finally, I, I saw a documentary on, on John Tanguali. And I say right away, I say, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my subject. So it changed, it changed my life to see a documentary on the way it was so spontaneous to work with junk and found object and, and the three-dimensional aspect to um, the freedom a lot of freedom around him and he was also a super avant-garde uh, he got well known all around the world because he was a bit provocative the way he was working at that time uh, he makes few small scandals too because it was so so contrasting you know his piece at the moment? Yeah, the homage to New York. So it was a, a kind of a choreography that at one point a, a piano get on fire. So imagine today was not possible to do something like that. Yeah, so to destroy a piano. So I like it the way the freedom to destroy as a gesture in the art there. I don't know why, but I like it, the destroy aspect, yeah. Yeah, because you know, there's a lot of sound in Tanguali piece and some piece, some series are specifically focused on sound. Uh, so, so he make a series called Meta Harmonique. So he choose it shows <clears throat> can be a real instrument like a piano, can be plastic instrument for kids, and can be also object of the day of the day, like a like a don't know, like a metal can who makes sound. In this combination, he creates a sound art piece, a sound sculpture. But he was really into improvising and listening the sound, tuning by tuning by hard detail. You know, he's, he's from Switzerland. So think about that. Switzerland have the most precise watch in the world. So I think he wanted to, to destroy this fact that Switzerland is the most accurate country. And certainly it's a revolt, it's a revolution for him to say, ah, I don't want to follow this step. And he talked about that sometimes. And uh, he's a bit a clown, but a respected clown in the Switzerland landscape. He's very respected in Switzerland. Yeah, but there is a museum dedicated on him in Basel. He's an Italian architect to make the, the, the museum. It's very open space, and you can hear the sound from the other floor because it's open. So I, it's all included. So I went there in 98, 
A French family who moved during the Second War to escape of the Nazi in Texas. And they developed a speciality in the wild world, right? Business. And they support Tangali. So they give money to Tangali a lot. Can you imagine a solo show and they buy all the peace? So by now it's it I saw it in in Houston in in the storage. Yeah. I did my radio show yesterday until 1 a.m. Yeah. And I push, I really push uh, musicology and some uh, some topic, very important topics. So kind of, but I don't know who listened my radio show in French, but uh, yeah, I discovered super good music from Côte d'Ivoire. Yeah, and I, I play also Bulgarian music. Because uh, there's a gathering. Now it's forbidden the gathering, but I, I saw the small gathering of the Bulgarian diaspora. It's small in Montreal, very small. Sure, in Toronto it's bigger. So they met in uh, in a square, um, Square Saint Louis, to talk about the Red Cross, and they and they play their music and their. They talk about their poetry and they have a poster and stuff like that. Uh, and yeah, yesterday, uh, yesterday, but every Friday since 10 years, um, co-host this radio show in French, part of the Miguel radio station. So uh, there's maybe only two radio shows in French. Uh, the rest is in English or in Korea, in, in Creole, in Spanish, in Mandarin, very multicultural. And I like to do radio in a minority, in the minority size, because we are not the focus. So <laughs> we're not the focus. That's me, we have a lot of freedom. And that's me. There are no competition to be pushed as 
the rate of the listener is not part of a, we don't, it's a non-profit radio station, so we don't have the pressure to make money, to have a big audience. So I don't know who is my audience so much. I know some artists who listen to me as the background. So, oh yeah, I am in my studio and they listen to you on my background. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I don't I don't, uh, yeah, I don't care in a way, but to be in a background, okay. But, yeah. Although, oh, the, the show's named Café, and uh, we push about the French culture, but not just the French, French, I mean the Francophonie, where we, the, the angle is very social, quality, non-commercial, uh, not the big, uh, yeah, outside of the box of the mass media, sure. Not the pop so we try to give uh, original content, um, but it's not easy. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not easy because uh, to work in a, with a team, there's always compromise, and uh, and it's it's bizarre how people are affected and influenced by the French culture from France. Yeah, if it was only me, it's like every time we mention French culture from France, think twice. Because, the, you know, people are stuck with this mentality. The French Quebecois culture man. Oh no. yeah. He's like outside of Montreal is very redneck. Yeah. And it's only redneck here. So imagine outside of Montreal. Well, yeah, people find us friendly, but it's just a face, just a mask. Oh boy, the step will be small because people are stubborn. Thank you. 